This is just a recap of the first Camp Hill Sultane Land Summit that was held Thursday, December 6th at 3.45 in the Rose Room. We had some technical difficulties, so this is, um, like I said, just a recap of perhaps the first two-thirds of the meeting um, to add to um, another segment that may have been recorded. So uh, a brief summary. Overall, this land summit uh, aims to gather those interested, invested in, and responsible for the grounds and agricultural, horticultural endeavors on the estate and to share in shaping the future of the land. Um, there were three questions that were posed to attendees. Um, how can our land and agricultural, horticultural endeavors be more sustainable? How can we connect with our larger community through our land and horticultural, agricultural endeavors? And how would we like to see the grounds and facilities on the estate used and cared for? All in attendance were myself, Al Alyssa, Patrick, Sabina, Danielle, Larkin, Rick, uh, Tom, Adrian, Sabina, Lauren Prince, and Kathleen Bailey. And Kathleen Bailey. I'm also here with Patrick, who um, can pop in and add anything that I may have missed. So the, the conversation opened up with, uh, kind of started with care of the orchard and um, the history of the orchard, the history of Sultane, um, how Sultane was used in the past agriculturally, kind of the culture and the atmosphere um, 15 plus years ago and people's perspective on, on how the land was used at that point. Um, with then kind of narrowing in more so on the orchard. Uh, Mason had discussed that uh, in the past he was invested in uh, care of the orchard, the, the new development of the trellis trees, and also implementation of a fenced area with a gazebo um, and how there was a proposal for that. And that kind of was the springboard into a conversation in that uh, we came to the, the idea that what should we really be investing in if the future of Sultane and the future of the Glenmore estate is, is kind of unclear at this moment? And so rather than investing in something like the fence or any other uh, monetary investment uh, on, on such a large scale, what can we utilize at the moment that could be of benefit um, elsewhere, specifically Phoenixville, but to also connect to the greater community? Um, the example was used of um, uh, the cider being served at the cafe and how that little notion really makes ripples and how it, it really does open up a conversation of, you know, not only is this cup of apple cider different, the, the enterprise serving it is a little bit different and it comes from an estate that's a little bit different um, and kind of can branch out and include more people in, in knowing what it is that we actually are doing. So there's a lot of little little things that people would like to see done, such as um, a reference to herbal teas and how can we be uh, making herbal teas, uh, growing the, the plants for the herbal teas, serving the tea, making specialized blends, kind of little, little steps um, that are totally doable now at the moment, um, especially given, uh, you know, the, the huge asset that we have right now, which it is the greenhouse. We have this um, really wonderful greenhouse. And how can we connect assets such as the greenhouse? Um, how can we use what we have 
uh, in the light of the uncertainty of the future um, and to really focus on, on what we do have to offer um, and what we can do in the here and now. We talked about other things such as um, utilization of space and zonings and water flow and uh, we talked about solar panels and how there was a proposal at one point for solar panels. Um, we talked about volunteers, where we could source volunteers from, who would manage the volunteers, where the volunteers are needed. that it wouldn't be, we talked about these projects uh, really wouldn't require much. It's not like it would be a huge um, investment just to pop up some gardens uh, necessarily and, um, you know, to start really small. There's a large emphasis on, um, you know, not getting too ahead of ourselves and um, to also uh, yes, just look at what we do have uh, available. And uh, we talked about bringing in woofers or other uh, folks who've uh, reached out to us. We've talked about bringing them back into the discussion, people from different churches who've offered some time and service. And um, we also talked about the estate, uh, you know, three years down the line, maybe being used as a retreat center, um, maybe for... Um, uh, different uh, social justice uh, efforts and the possibilities of having uh, folks uh, in certain areas, um, you know, maybe coming out and having some hands-on work on the land and, uh, you know, that that might be a benefit to the greater community to have that accessibility to uh, such a beautiful estate and then also to growing food and um, learning about food and learning about the land and, and sharing together. Anything else? I think that's, that's as much as I can remember at, at the moment. I think that for me, the take-home nugget uh, in, in how to move forward with this land summit next week is uh, the question, kind of the synopsis of the, the past, I don't know, brief hour and 15 hour and 20 minutes that we had met, kind of the, the way the conversation was going was um, focusing on what we have, what assets we have that don't need external uh, input of, of you know, more revenue or more buildings or, or whatnot, but just kind of let's start simple. What do we have? And um, oh, another brief thing is that we also, we're not looking for, we're not uh, farming on a large agricultural scale, so we don't need to supply, you know, X tons of tomatoes. We really just want to supply a, a few tomatoes here and there for quiche or a, here, uh, a little bit of... Um, flowers on the table at the cafes. Yeah, flowers. Let, let's, let's uh, rather than buying flowers, we, we can grow our flowers. So, again, the way that the conversation for me kind of ended up uh, kind of turning to was what are, what are our resources now? How can we utilize them to make a further impact 
in places such as Phoenixville, where we do have that face-to-face contact with the outside larger community. Um, Here in Glenmore, it's hard to have face-to-face interactions with the larger community because we are are isolated. Um, But if we could open the conversation of... um, inclusivity and social social justice through little things like a cup of apple cider. That might spark the conversation of, hey, where did this apple cider come from? Oh, there's this place in Glenmore that does this thing. And Right. There's, there's so many... The conversation can really be expanded upon um, just using the vehicle of agriculture and agricultural products that are grown here on the estate um, used as a vehicle to open the conversation... <laughs> to others in Phoenixville. Um, so that is a, a, a boil down of, I guess, the, the meeting we just had. The next meeting will be held same time, same place, Rose Room 345 next Thursday. Um, there might be different uh, people in attendance, but um, that's kind of what we're going to be working with next week.